from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, September the 27th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Really do appreciate it, even on the bye week as uh, the Thai Cats, yeah, in their third and final bye week of the season. They're back in action on October the 7th. Uh, that is a Friday night when they take on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's also going to be the uh, Wall of Honor induction night. Yeah, special night as we add Danny McManus uh, to the Wall of Honor at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, it's going to be part of a, a whole celebration of weekends. Whole weekend of celebrations, excuse me. Uh, yeah, it's the bye week, okay? Give me a break. A uh, whole weekend of celebrations, which includes uh, a special induction dinner that's taking place on Thursday, October the 6th at Carmen's Banquet Center. Uh, tickets are 125 bucks, but includes dinner, an open bar. Uh, there's going to be uh, a gift back that's going to be given away as well. Uh, and there's lots going on uh, from 99 guys. Darren Flutie's going to be there. Rob Hitchcock, Andrew Grigg, Mike Morreale, Dave Hack. And in addition... Uh, to the Danny Mac induction honor. It's also a 50th reunion of the 1972 Grey Cup Championship team. Uh, and among those that will be attending, Bob Krause, Scarty Henley, Chuck Ely, uh, Gary Inskeep, Jim Papai, Bob Richardson, and uh, this guest here, uh, very pleased now to be joined by uh, Ty Cats legend, a Burlington native, Tony Gabriel. And uh, Mr. Gabriel, thank you so much for doing this. First of all, 50-year reunion of the 1972 Great Cup champion. Does it feel like it's been 50 years? Well, you know, I'm 73 now, and I'm very happy to still be standing on, on this side of the grass, as they say. But, you know... The, the memory never fails, never fades, never gets old. Uh, the fact is that uh, for, uh, for me, looking back uh, as a hometown uh, boy from Burlington, Ontario, uh, to be on that field playing for the Ticats and winning the cup at home in 72, was uh, it's indelibly written. Absolutely. And uh, you, you mentioned some of the some of the teammates. Uh, you said up to 11 guys uh, we know will be coming. Uh, Bob Bob's going to be there. Garney, Chuck, uh, Gary as well. And a great list of uh, people who will be at Carmen's. Uh, this is next Thursday. Uh, when you guys get back together to do these kind of things, uh, how, how easy is it to just fall back on, on old times and, and and the stories just start rolling out? Well, I think that it's fantastic that the Thai Cats and the Alumni Association, uh, you're interviewing me today. It's marvelous uh, for um, getting back individuals that I haven't seen for 50 years. Mm. And uh, at the same time, uh, to catch up again with a good friend like Bob Richardson, uh, back uh, uh, we're in a poker group together too. By <laughs> oh the yeah. Way. So we you take his seen... money more than he takes yours, or what? <laughs> he. That's why I'm in the group, right? To be able to spread it, spread it around. But uh, to be able to get back occasionally, like in the Grey Cup uh, uh, last year in uh, in Ham, I was there um, for the luncheon on December 10th. 
And I'll mention, you know, Chuck Ely coming back was fantastic. I hadn't seen him for years. And of course, uh, he was a key component to our victory. And then uh, who also surprised me, and we haven't mentioned, was the most outstanding player in the league in 1972, Garney Henley. Mm -hmm. Now, Garney lives in South Dakota. So, um, and I, I trust that his health is pretty good. He, he looked really uh, um, ready, you know, to enjoy his, I think he's about mid-80s right now. Yeah. But being that he was the best player in the league, having him come back for us in this occasion is awesome. Yeah, you, you mentioned it. You're, you're rejuvenated when you see these guys, aren't you? you? You feel like you can strap the helmet uh, and pads and get back out there, right? I don't I don't think so. Now with <laughs> two, two knee operations on my right knee. And uh, at the same time, uh, I, I used to be able to run or ski or whatever. Yeah. Uh, those kind of things don't happen anymore. But <laughs> I still try to take care of myself. Um, I don't weigh too much differently than I did back then. But uh, another uh, key guy that um, should be there is another Burlingtonian that played with the Burlington Braves and was the just a rookie starting with us that year, Ian Sunter, our kicker. Mm. And, of course, we're tied 10-10, last play of the game, and Garney Henley, who held for him, said, just kick it straight through. <laughs> and he did. It split the uprights to win 13 to 10. That's always good advice for kickers. Just just right <laughs> through, right? <laughs> well, you know, it just it begs uh, for a comment where, you know, uh, he was a rookie, uh, Ian. Mm -hmm. uh, and at the same time, to be put in that position uh, to win a Grey Cup, last play of the game against uh, a tough uh, Regina squad led by Ron Lancaster and George Reed was fantastic. Yeah, and, and like you say, in Hamilton to do it, another Burlington boy, and uh, yeah. and you guys get to celebrate. You were pretty young yourself, though. You mentioned that. I mean, were you 20, 23, 22 when you were on that team? Uh, when, oh, I had uh, graduated from Syracuse probably in in about my 23rd, 24th year in 1971, the year before I was a rookie. Mm -hmm. And uh, to make the team be able to start at tight end uh, by my second, I, I had started for a while, but I lost uh, a little bit of that momentum early in the season and the year before. Mm -hmm. uh, when I had quarterbacks like um, we had uh, Joe Zuger, Wally Gabler um, mm -hmm. uh, at the helm. And it took me a year to develop, I think. And I was very fortunate to end up in 72 with uh, here's a quarterback, Chuck Ely, that had never lost a, a college game. He, he had won 35 in a row. He was eighth in the Heisman Trophy uh, race. And here he was my quarterback. And we had great chemistry. But I got to tell you something. Just in that game, it, just to finish 
off. Yeah. We get the uh, our defense gets us the ball back uh, on about our 15 yard line, but a minute and change left. Chuck had not looked at me all day for 59 minutes. <laughs> you know, we had great guys like Tommy Joe Coffee at split end and Garney catching. Uh, okay. And, and so what happens, I don't know if you know this part, but all of a sudden, uh, this flood pattern, uh, 59, where I come from the left side up through the middle, and he hits me for about 20 some odd yards. And he calls the same play again, but I get man to man and I have to break off and we get about 14 yards. And then finally, he, uh, he calls a, a hook pattern, button hook, about 12 yards or so which I caught, but I got hit in a sensitive area. <laughs> and thankfully, Louis, the next play, I was asked to block. And Garney <laughs> Henley catches a pass sort of yeah. uh, behind him that brought us into field goal range. Dave Buchanan, our uh, running back, took the ball in for a few yards. I think it was about the 37. And that was that magic of the uh, Garney holding for Ian Sunder to, to win 13 to 10. Wow. We've I, lost quite a few guys uh, just to finish this off, mm -hmm. Louis, that, uh, you know, from Ange Mosca, Dave Fleming, um, a great running back. Uh, most of our line, like John Holman, Bill Danichuk, Ed Chalupka, we've, we've lost quite a few guys over the years. And it's uh, sad when you talked about the 50 years going by very quickly, mm. that uh, it's part of life. And we lost, uh, you know, even my other teammate, uh, Gord Christian was a tight end with me. We lost uh, uh, Tommy Joe Coffey. Uh, it's just, um, uh, uh, when I look back, that's also in their memory that we're coming to the dinner at Carmen's and feeling that this is a great occasion, um, you know, where maybe a couple of dozen of us are left uh, yeah. being able to attend, a few others that probably, um, you know, are too far away to come. But we're so happy uh, to be honored with Danny McManus. Now, I've had some pretty good quarterbacks, but Danny McManus was a, uh, was a wonder to watch in operation. When I looked at some of his statistics, Louis, he threw 259 touchdowns. And, you know, he, uh, I, I believe one of the greatest tandems that I'd seen, he had Darren Flutie mm -hmm. as, a, as one of his wide receivers. And I believe it was in 1999 that we won the Grey Cup. And, and so to have watched them, I had seasons tickets for years, of course, mm -hmm. and have lived in the Burlington area here uh, for many years uh, after I finished playing. I had moved uh, back from Ottawa back in 1983 and then became a, a Ticat seasons ticket holder uh, in the years to follow.
So, I mean, that's that's what's great. And, I, and I, you mentioned the luncheon last year at the Grey Cup. That was at end zone. And it was so great to see the different generations of Ticats legends and, and whether, you know, it's Sandy Beveridge who, who you know, played in the, the 2010s or, or it's guys like you. Um, there is yeah. really a shared connection that, hey, this guy was never on the line with me. He never blocked for me, but he wore the black and gold. And I know what that means. You bet. And uh, when I um, have enjoyed uh, all the years, some are better than others, right? <laughs> but uh, when you can at least experience, uh, and as you said in another, um, I think Danny McManus, he started in about 1990. I had finished in 1981. So it was less than 10 years in the next decade that uh, Danny comes into his for, forefront, uh, well-deserved to be uh, put on the wall of honor. And uh, at the same time, there was another uh, great quarterback, uh, Doug Flutie, Darren's brother, of course, that uh, I think he won six Most Outstanding Player Awards. But uh, in the round of... Uh, uh, some of the greats that I've enjoyed playing with, I, I'm talking about quarterbacks. Danny McManus was, uh, was voted, I think, in the top 50 uh, in the CFL on the TSN poll. Yeah. And with his brother, with Dan. Yeah. Well, you were on that list too, weren't you, Tony? Don't don't sell yourself Uh-oh. short here, uh, my friend. Hey, I think you maybe, were on that list uh, as well. Uh, I think um, I was at one time. I don't know if I – I think I was 18. I think so too. Like I, I think I think I remember that seeing was, you there. That well, was you're nice the, for me to mention. Louis, of course, of course. I Go for it. Talk with you and finish off. No, we have got as much time as you want. Breakup ring. Yeah, but and I, and and I was showing you before we started, but uh, I I proudly wear it and uh, each day as a constant reminder of something that happened they can't take it away. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. And I, I will point out that. The relationship with the Ticats alumni, uh, especially in the last few years, I've talked to a lot of guys who have told me that they, they, they've really appreciated the effort that, uh, you know, that the team is putting in and that the guys are putting in to really celebrate because it wasn't always this way, right? Uh, that is a, a sad fact that some, you know, some communication gaps and years lagged. But I, I think that there's a, a, a been a strong proponent with Bob Young as owner uh, that has taken, you know, all these uh, collective years uh, in trying to do as much for the fans, for the players, uh, as well to retain the glory in the past. And I was really quite uh, pleased on this note that our local company, uh, uh, has been brought in by Bob Young with Stelco. Mm-hmm. I think they own about 40% of the team now. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but they are a proud ownership group. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. have <laughs> I, I don't, they don't, they don't give me access is, to the books, Tony. They don't give me access to the books or else I'd change <laughs> a couple of zeros in my paycheck. Uh, but well, yeah, your point about the, the local connection and, and as a Burlington yeah. kid and, and, you know, Danny Mack was always praised for how, how much he embraced Hamilton, and, and it, it really is, uh, to your point, uh, a show from ownership uh, how important this relationship is. Very much so, and I, I think this is uh, 
and still continuous signs, whether it's improvements on the field, the surrounding, bringing the uh, Canadian Football Hall of Fame to Tim Horton's field. Uh, and I believe that just as you and I have talked about coming back to Carmen's, which is a great location for Danny McManus on the uh, wall. I think they've only got room for two more guys on that wall <laughs> based on what I was looking at. Anyways, um, to my point, mm -hmm. to have a, a, a gentleman who I was honored to play with that played both ways, defense and offense, with Garney Henley, and knowing that he's coming back with a great, like, um, Chuck Ely, I don't know if you know this, that this year was the last year that he could be inducted into the college mm. hall of fame in the States. Yep. And he is, he's, yeah. he's going to be put in. And so I'm honored to be part of the, the group, um, on both hands that, uh, have, are coming back to the dinner. Yeah, I, I remember uh, talking to Chuck uh, when that was announced uh, that he was getting into the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, definitely took long enough, but uh, it was great to see him up there. And I know I saw I, I hear you that you're you're measuring out how many spots are left, Tony. Uh, you know, in a couple of oh, years. Oh, on the uh, wall. Yeah, on yeah. the wall. What are you? What are you? What are you hinting at there? Are you, are you saying there? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we we've got uh, Danny um, uh, getting up there deservedly. And, you know, again, I always credited uh, my success to my quarterbacks. And it would have been something, hmm. you know, to have been, uh, well, to play with Danny would have been something special, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my, my uncle's uh, Mike Kerrigan. So I, I understand oh. uh, with the 1980, uh, the, that team there. Uh, I didn't that, know they, that. Yeah, yeah. So the 1986 team, uh, you know, he. Uh, I've, I've heard heard all those stories, so it's always nice to get to hear uh, stories well, about. That's uh, another great team. cup team, right? 86. Of course, yeah. yeah. 72, 86, and 99. It's uh, I love how those come together, and you know, back to that point about sharing this special bond. Not only did you win the black and gold, you made it to the ultimate peak right you won the championship so you know that extra level of effort that it took and and what makes these events being able to share them with guys who won in 86 or guys in 99 yeah. again not it's, on the same uh, team but uh still teammates it's so true louis everything that you've said as well there are some players that never get to the cup mm. uh, uh i was giving uh, someone the statistic today of an average uh Light, lifespan, an average time that a pro ball player gets uh, to stay in the CFL. Mm. Statistically, it's only three and a half years. Yeah. You know, it's not, uh, and I was fortunate to have 11. So some people don't get the, uh, uh, the opportunity to make it that far, but uh, uh, I've, Finished my career, just to let you know on your point, mm -hmm. in a Grey Cup, uh, playing with Ottawa, we were only with J.C. Watts as uh, our quarterback. He took us um, as underdogs to Edmonton um, ask, by three touchdowns. We were underdogs, right? Yeah. And playing in Montreal, my last game. And I had a knee brace on my left knee 
because I had partially torn ligaments and cartilage. We were ahead in that game, Louis, 20 to one at halftime against Warren Moon and the vaunted uh, Edmonton <laughs> yep. Eskimos. I don't know if I can call them Eskimos. <laughs> and the Edmonton team. Yeah, they were the, the Eskimos Edmonton at the team. time, the Edmonton team. And, and uh, unfortunately, in the second half, they came back. They tied us at 23-23 and uh, took the, uh, the cup away uh, with six, six seconds left by Dave Cutler with a field goal to win 26-23. But that was my last game. Yeah. It was always a disappointment to finish my career on, uh, some people will remember this as a double interference call. I don't know if you know that what happened in the last uh, few minutes. No, we what happened? Call. JC Watts was scrambling. I was coming back. Little Gary, uh, little, uh, I think his name was Gary Hayes, was pulling me on my uh, sweater as I was trying to get back. I catch it with one arm. And then they, a flag goes out, and the referee, I don't know if he was from the West, I heard he was, called double interference. He said that I had been pushing prior to the, the catch. I was coming back towards JC. If you, when you ever see this play, and I don't yeah. want to be sour grapes on this <laughs> as we're talking about of course going not. to this, uh, let's call it championship dinner, but Two out of three is not bad. 72, 76, which they call the catch. I say, thank God I didn't drop it. <laughs> and then uh, we almost won in uh, 81. So this has been great, Louie, to be able to review with you before the dinner on October the 6th. And just hope to see a lot of great fans come out to honor uh, uh, Danny uh, deservedly and uh, see some of our. Uh, old teammates uh, gather and in uh, uh, looking at the black and gold in 72. Yeah, it and should there be. There it is. There's it, proof. There it is. And uh, like you say, you got it. You get to wear it. And every day, a nice reminder of what you were able to accomplish. And uh, we're, we're excited to get to celebrate this team at the uh, the Wall of Honor dinner. Also, the 50th reunion of the 1972 Great Cup champion team, which, of course, uh, Tony Gabriel, my guest, uh, was a part of. Tony, uh, great to, to hear some of your stories. I can't wait to hear a few more uh, uh, next week. Be and uh, oh, so are you going to be there? I'm going to try my best now that I've uh, now that I've gotten oh. the taste. I, I'm going to try my be best. Nice I'm make to sure meet I... you. Yeah, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, for this, Tony. Thanks for having me. And my thanks to Tony Gabriel for joining me, Canadian Football Hall of Famer. Uh, and also a member of the 1972 Grey Cup champions, which will be celebrating their 50th reunion uh, as part of the uh, Danny McManus induction ceremony dinner, uh, which is happening on the Thursday uh, before the game. So the game's on the 7th, uh, and the dinner is on the Thursday. And you can actually go if you want to join us. Tickets can be purchased by going to TyCats.ca. Uh, it's happening on Thursday, October 6th at the Carmen's Banquet Center. The reception is 5.30. The dinner is at 6.30. Uh, ceremony starts at 7.30, and each $125 ticket includes dinner, open bar, souvenir item, and a ticket. Uh, and many, many members of the 1972 Grey Cup team will be there so uh, hopefully you'll uh, you'll you'll find it to, to join us because it should be a great night and uh, if if Tony's uh, you know he's excited to tell those stories I, I can't wait to see what other stories he has to tell. 
Also, touchdowns and tastings presented by Peller Family Reserve is back. Get some friends together and register as a group for this fun-filled evening, Thursday, September 29th at Tim Hortons Field. The evening will be hosted by Natalie Sexton, along with Ty Getz alumni Andy Fantuz and Mike Daly, and includes wine tasting by Peller Family Reserve. On-field football instruction from current Ticats players, a Ticats locker room tour, and a gift bag plus two tickets to an upcoming home game of your choice. That's all for just 95 bucks per person. You can visit Ticats.ca for more. Details. All right, that'll do it for us today. Thanks for checking us out. We are back tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko, hoping you have a great day. Ticats today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.